0: Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Seems like the internet might be a little bit glitchy this morning, but uh, hey, listen, let me know in the chat if you can hear me and you can see me. Everything's coming through okay. Let me know. Uh, Let me know. Might just refresh that, see how I'm going over there. But uh, hopefully everything's awesome and well wherever you are. Um, Good morning to you guys. Bob, Aaron, Kevin, Chris, Margaret, Stephen, audio all good. Great, Chris. Thank you, mate. Yep. Um, You never know with the old uh, internet. Sometimes it can uh, work a treat without a problem. And then sometimes it can be uh, a little glitchy. So uh, there you go. All right. Well, hey, listen, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, you guys. Hopefully uh, you're doing well on this terrific Tuesday while things are warming up. Might just do the quick uh, uh, obligatory... uh, Intros. Jason Whitens my name. Most of you guys know that already. Uh, which is uh which is great. But if you don't, if you're new, if you're dropping by for the first time or you've joined our program, our coaching and mentoring program, say a quick hello in the chat. Uh let us know where you're coming from. Kevin's all the way from uh Lakeland in Florida. Always great to have you here, Kev. Um, but um for the rest of you guys, most of you are in Tassie. Lee's all the way from Tasmania. Most of you in, in Oz. Um, great to see everyone here this morning. Hey, I wanted to talk about the risk zone. The risk zone. What's the risk zone? Well, we're going to have a bit of a chat about that right now. Uh, I think I'm I'm pretty sure right now we're entering what I call the risk zone. When it comes to the world of investing or property investing or you and I, Following through on our goals, our targets, our um, our uh, our world of investing, uh, the uh, the idea right now is being tested for many investors out there in the marketplace. Because you know what? Um, let's just call this. Um, uh, I learnt this from a, a really awesome guy called Kerwin Ray. Right? It's called the emotional pendulum. Right. Um, and um, would you say? Tell me in the chat right now. Let's say when, um, let's say for twenty, let's say for the start of twenty twenty. Let's say twenty twenty. All right. I'm gonna don't want to give the answer right in twenty twenty when COVID landed. When COVID landed for all of us around the world, but anyway, in Australia and us as property investors. 2020, what do you think? Tell me right now, uh, 2020, when COVID landed on the world of being um, concerned, worried, uh, upset, whatever that might be. There we go. Um, Where do you think the emotional pendulum, where do you think the emotional capacity was for most Australians? Were they positive about it? Were they negative about it? Tell me in the chat right now. you can put in for negative. You can put P for positive. Whatever you want to say. Um, what was the general gist of most people? Which is fair enough. We'd never seen something like this before happen. Certainly, we didn't know what was going to go on when it came to the world of property. Uh, when it came to the world of mortgages, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So the world got a little bit, you know, uh, concerned in 2020. You know, by and large, or potentially, it started out in the world of negative or concern or fear or challenge or issues or worries, um, which is fine. What did we do? What did we? It was so uncertain. You're dead right, Melinda. No one knew if they would have jobs. Everyone had to stay home. Uh, You know, we were pausing mortgages. You, You name it. You name it. It was crazy times, right? Crazy times. So, fast forward two years. Right, now let's go to 20, uh, end of 2021. Let's say the finish up of 2021, the beginning of 2022. Shares crashed. Yep, totally. Let's go forward two years, so let's say to January 2022. Okay, January 2022. What was the feel for us as property investors? What had just occurred over those two years for us as property investors where were we on the on the emotional pendulum where were we when it came to our our emotional thought processes and mental capacity when it came to property investing where were we were we uh, over here still negative negative in doom and gloom for um uh for us as property investors whack that in the chat for me where were we what what we were pumped weren't we we were positive margaret why we were we positive why were we positive because um, because if it's a huge, a huge amount of positive news, right? Capital growth, capital growth, right? Um, most people, no matter where you owned a piece of real estate in Australia, had received some sort of capital growth, especially on the east coast of Australia. You know, there were still some things, um, you know, there were still some things in the world of rents, potentially down in Melbourne and other places where the lockdowns were quite long and severe, you know, those places had still had some challenges with the rents. But, you know, by and large, most of us had gone from, oh, the world's going to end, or I'm really uncertain, um, from, uh, from over here um, to over here, all right? And, uh, and uh, most of us had had equity. We'd had a good time of it, you know, happy days. So let's fast forward to right now in uh, 2022, partway through um, this year, this year of 2022. So we were down here in 2020. We've had a really nice, absolutely fabulous capital growth run for 2022. And right now, in the world of market momentum, we are we're entering what I always call the risk zone, the risk zone. So what's the general feel right now and maybe uh, you're uh, maybe you are feeling this, maybe you're not. What's the general feel right now? this was kind of over here, there was uncertainty. But as we went up, we were, you know, like, you know, excited, you know, happy, you know, uh, positive, you know, all sorts of good things as we went up when the marketplace is going up. And it's easy. It's easy to be a property investor when things do this, right? It's easy. And to be honest, uh, for me, this is probably the poorest teacher when it comes to property investing. When things go up and nothing goes wrong, it's the poorest teacher. And uh, for me, this attracts what I call good times Charlie's to the marketplace, where everyone wants to get in and whatever it might be. So right now in the marketplace, what is going on? Where What is happening out there when it comes to us and property investing? Let's talk about what we're seeing in the risk zone, yeah. The media bull BS bullshit is making people have fear. Absolutely, there's fear, and let's let's talk about what those fears are when it comes to uh, us as property investors or the general uh, uncommitted, uneducated, unsophisticated investors. What's the what's the fears going on right now? Put that in the chat. Yep, aware but not alarmed. I love that, Stephen. That is absolutely what we need to do. Put in the chat, what are the fears? What are the general fears out there at the moment that you're hearing that people are concerned about, all right? What are those fears, okay? Let's talk about what they are because we're entering what, uh, like I said, we're entering this thing called the, um, the risk zone where we let the fears, yep, Yep, absolutely. So we've got inflation, inflation, right? Inflation, interest rates, uh, and land tax, okay? So uh, value decline, yep, and uh, value decline. Awesome. Okay, cool. So these are the main ones, right? So right now we have these fears uh, that are being hyper, uh, hyper, Pumped up by by ignorance and fear, which media love to to dine out on. So inflation. What's the general fear on inflation? Oh, the world's going to end. It's all you know. The you know it's going to go up forever. Well, that's not true. There's no evidence that that's ever happened before, and it will. And there's no evidence that it will happen now. Right? Interest rates. Oh, they're going to go up to ten percent, twelve percent, fifteen percent. Rubbish. Okay, we know. Educated investors know where they're going. Those interest rates are going to land between five and six percent cost to us as investors. And what you know, what that's still cheap money. That is that's inexpensive. Um, you know, land tax. You know, oh, I'm going to sell all my properties in Queensland because of this land tax. Yes, it's absolutely um, you know frustrating that the Queensland government you know are pulling these these cheeky uh, grotty dollar grab. Uh, the, the New South Wales government has come out and said they're not going to share any data with, um, with Queensland. So we'll see what happens there. it will be very interesting to see the other states get on the same bandwagon with New South Wales and not share the data, um, you know, um, and value decline. Okay. So let's talk about these things because here's what um, are these things. Now, now listen to me. When we are property investors, you, you've owned some properties, right? And unless you have purchased at the peak of the market as an owner-occupier, as an owner-occupier, um, then this risk zone in reality becomes mostly in our minds. And let's just talk about this in a minute, like so so as we go along. So let's talk about, you know, inflation. Let's talk about interest rates. Let's talk about land tax. Let's talk about value decline. Will these things, my question to you, sitting there right now, how long, let's just, how long do you think these things, in a negative sense, Will last. Is there some facts in here? Yes. Inflation has gone up. Interest rates have gone up. There's some land tax, grotty grabs. Yes. And uh, in a couple of the price point areas, predominantly Melbourne and Sydney with high house prices, uh, predominantly in those higher price point uh, properties, there has been some retraction in the prices of the properties. How long? Tell me in the in the chat. How long do you think these, these challenges may, uh, may last when it comes to a property market? Tell me, how long do you think inflation is going to be um, a problem? How long do you think interest rates are going to continue to go? Let's do them separately. Let's do them separately, right? Inflation, right? tell me in years how many how many years maybe 1 year maybe 2 years right and and i'm i'm just going to fill in the gap because this could be a bit long interest rates i think less than 1 year um they're going to go up they're going to stop going up by uh, end of the, end of the year anyway land tax maybe that will even fizzle out maybe that won't even happen folks uh, and value decline adjustments maybe 1 year so Um, Has anyone got any different um, thoughts or opinions uh, online? Tell me in the chat. So if we have a look at these fears, challenges or issues, right, uh, and maybe maximum, maximum we might need to manage them over the next two years, maximum, right, where things are uncertain, the, the level of uncertainty, one to two years put it in the chat if you think it's it's any different, right? But here's the question. It this this uncertainty let's say for 12 to 24 months. Um yeah, shouldn't be any more than a year or two. And Chris, team, folks, is this an abnormal problem or a normal problem? It's completely normal. Now, COVID wasn't a normal problem, but we've had problems like this before. You know, the GFC, the this, the that, the other. There is nothing abnormal about what is happening right now. We've had a property run because of certain factors. Uh, we have reached a peak. Interest rates have gone up a little bit, made money a bit more expensive. And so the purchase price of someone who could afford a million dollars six months ago now is 900000 a million dollar purchase, nine hundred thousand dollar purchase. It has it devalued the market? No. Has it taken the momentum out of the market? Has as people not buying property? No. What is going on? Is these factors are adjusting very normally the marketplace? Cool. All right. So tell me. It might be a year or two, but tell me in the chat right now. As a property investor, how long? In years, do you plan to own your real estate? How long do you plan in years to own the real estate that you buy? Put that in the chat for me. Put it in the chat. Let's put this in perspective. Is it one or two years? I love it. Buy well, never sell. 200 years, Bob. Awesome. So, you know, and this is the thing. The unsophisticated investors are now making decisions based on these temporary things, maybe one to two years of management, of challenges and issues or whatever it might be. They're making decisions based on like, oh, I'm only going to own this property for one year ever. But, you know, most people have had two years worth of, you know, fantastic value growth. Right now, a bit of an adjustment. For me, for you, we know in this next little bit we're going to see rents skyrocket. We're going to see uh, the population when it comes to immigration (coughs) skyrocket. You know, supply, you know, is absolutely through the floor. So there are some extremely good, very positive things on the other side here. But the risk zone is... Unsophisticated thoughts, temporary fears based on temporary normal things without looking uh, long enough into the future. So right now, for all of us, if you're having these uncertainties, make sure you check in with the reality of is this a problem that's going to be, you know, a long time forever thing? You know, interest rates, yeah. It's a great time to buy right now, Bob. Like the marketplace has less competition right now than it did 12 months ago. Your long-term goals absolutely are everything. It keeps you going forward. This is where the good time Charlies fall over. This is where people fail. This is where people are, investors certainly are tested. Hey, you know, what are you only here for when it goes up and it's good? And if that's the case, if that's you listening right now, if you're new and you've found this and you go, oh, I'm going to invest in property only if it ever goes up, only if it never has a problem, then, you, then get your head out of your behind. <laughs> you know, that's just bull. All of us as property investors must know that this is very normal um, as we go uh, along the way. Uh, it's a good question, Sonia. Depends on, there is a... Uh, there is a, a system or a strategy that I call the upgrade strategy when it comes to your real estate. Many of us may have purchased real estate that is not worth owning for the next 30 years. And Sonia, if you've got some average real estate in average locations, you know, if you've got, you got C-class real estate, Sonia, um, then I would sit down with your coach and I would plan to upgrade that real estate, okay? Now, it's probably buy well, never sell, unless it's you can get a better one, <laughs> something like that. But, you know, that doesn't sound as good when we talk. Um, but, but uh, the, yes, I mean, it depends on the quality of the real estate and where it is, Sonia, and what its future looks like. That That's what I would. Uh, downsizing is different. Are you talking about your principal place of residence, Sonia? Well, if you are, there's some absolutely fabulous reasons why when it comes to your principal place of residence, your own home, that you might sell in the future. Well, most of us will sell our principal place of residence at some time and downsize. So We might downsize the size and upsize the quality of life, right? So, I've got a lot of clients selling their three, four million dollar homes, buying a two million dollar penthouse apartment on the beach or in the city for for an amazing lifestyle and ending up with two million extra in cash in their pocket or redeployed into other investments. Um, And the answer is yes, that is part of our strategy when it comes to our long term investment profile. Remember, there's four streams of wealth team and I've, I've sort of. I've done this many times with you guys. One, a tax-free stream of wealth with your principal place of residence. That's a longer-term play, and it's called uh, uh, the upgrade strategy, three times the upgrade. You're super. Over 30, 40 years, you can turn that into a tax-free income stream and a tax-free capital gains tax-free place, Um your personal investing world very tax effective when it comes to your income, uh, and also then if you're in business, there's some extremely beneficial uh, investment strategies you can do when it comes to business and some tax free gains over time. So, you know, there's the four uh, the four strategies when it comes to that. Buy well, never sell, except uh, after seeing. <laughs> Thanks, Kev. Good one. Sonia, uh, good questions. It sounds like you need to sit down with uh, a good quality coach and, um, you know, go through a bit of a strategy and a timeline because certainly downsizing uh, and contributing, you know, some profits to either a, a new Prince Place of Residence or potentially deploying it into other parts of your wealth uh, is is very smart depending on... Your age, whether you're working, depending on what you're trying to do. So, um, there you go. It all depends on you. It all depends on on some more detail from you. So, what I suggest you reach out and, and connect with a coach and see what uh, see what they can uh, they can work out with you. All right. Well, listen, folks. That's it. Don't get caught in the risk zone. The risk is in your mind. The risk is in your head. Like, and this is the question. Will this matter to me in 20 years' time? Will it have any material effect in 20 years' time? And the answer right now is no. No. If you don't invest, if you, don't, if you go sell your properties, will that matter? Will that affect your wealth significantly in 20 years' time? The answer is hell yeah, right? Do I keep owning or do I buy or do I sell um, or not buy? You know, and listen. Even if it costs you five or ten grand in extra contributions toward a good quality property over the next twelve months to two years, that's perfectly fine because that won't last forever either. That won't last forever either. The rents are going up like there's no there's no tomorrow, folks. Let don't let fear and don't let this risk zone push you off target for your goals. All right, there you go. Anyway, I'm rabbiting on, and we're late now. We're, we're six minutes over time. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> All right, team. Uh, Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. You guys be awesome and be well. Join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Until then, folks, take care and uh, bye for now. See ya.